0: Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell.
1: Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I'm joined again with my man, Jay Deezer. What's going on, my man? What's going on, D-O? Yeah, everything's good. things good. We had Thanksgiving. We we were off last week because we had Thanksgiving, you know. So, uh, you know, how, was your, how was your Thanksgiving, man?
2: Oh, man, I sat and did absolutely nothing.
1: <laughs> Zero. zilch Zero. Zilch, right. Zero.
2: Chill. What about yourself, man?
1: Man, I got, you know, I got the football in, which I, you know, I was looking forward to that. You know, I had to get my football in. I love that.
2: You played or you watched?
1: No, no, let's not get crazy. I'm gonna uh, the, I just put a hamstring just thinking about it. I mean, I uh, just, I <laughs> just, <laughs> I think I passed four I, games. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was like, yeah, come on for the, uh, you know, whatever, uh, pig, what do they call that? The turkey bowl the turkey or whatever? Bowl. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I, I don't even want to be a spectator because I don't even want to be tempted. Because I know I ain't ready. You know, I know mm-hmm. I go out there and be like, all right, let me just go run. I'm going to run one route. Go out there and blow my knee out. i be like, damn, no. I played professional football, <laughs> got battered and bruised, and then come out for a turkey bowl at age 35 and blow my knee out. That would not be...
2: And you will make headlines for that one.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that that's not that's simply just not happening. That's that's all there is to that. So, but you know, there was a lot that happened over that 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 span of Thanksgiving. I mean, obviously there was that the game, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, your boy Sue uh, stomped on a guy's arm, and you know, kind of wasn't all that apologetic about it because he was like, I was. Tried to regain a balance and uh, stepping on the dude's arm. Like JD, you ate <laughs> you. Listen, come on. Now, I'm you I'm going you know he didn't did, did do those new. things. Yes, I but, know he did. But right. we know
2: between every play, especially right. in those trenches, I'm not condoning the arm, arm stepping. That was uncalled well,
1: for. I was about to say,
2: there's nothing you can say to defend that. But right. him shoving the guy—that happens all the time. Right. The, the thing before then, and, and it looked like the guy tried to Japanese wizard him, and, uh, and,
1: what's and, a and Japanese. That, what's a Japanese? You know, Russell? <laughs> you hit wizard. the arm and you took the arm. It was a Japanese wizard. But Sue, Sue was too I strong. I never heard that. I never heard yeah. that Japanese wizard. That's Japanese hysterical. wizard. That's funny. And,
2: and Sue so went ahead and muffed him in the ground a little bit, made him use right. some uh, right. pellets.
1: Right. No, I. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think, I think you know, like we were. Talking about before the show, like you know, yeah, it ain't this ain't fair. Obviously, with the 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 life ain't fair. First and foremost, we know this. Mm -hmm. We we get this. So when you're doling out like punishments in the NFL, right? You got the guy the week before, you know, from Minnesota kicked the guy in the groin, laying on the ground. He didn't get ejected, nor did he. He didn't. Yes. Nothing nothing came of it. Nor did he get suspended. I think they
2: they may have. No, they didn't even find. They him. didn't find
1: him right anything. No. Are you sure? Because yeah, I mean, I th- they, he actually. I'm gonna look it up, but yeah, I'll check that out. But, but I mean, I think I think the bottom line, though, for this situation is, is that it's on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's one of the only games on. Everybody's watching, right? And it wasn't for me. Like I get it. Like you know, in the trenches, it's ugly. I mean, there you did. You know, I was in college and the pals, dudes trying to grab you and you know, twist you up and all that stuff. I get. It. I mean, that's some guys are just like that. You know, during the game, I get that. But when you're on national TV, right, and everybody's watching, and you're gonna make a move like that, you're gonna, okay, so you you get to you let the uh, your emotions get the best of you. You know, maybe I don't know what he did before that because there was always there's always something else that would maybe not everybody saw. felt attempt yeah. at the
2: Japanese <laughs> wizard.
1: <laughs> so he tried a Japanese <laughs> wizard and we missed. Sue started earthing his head in the turf, then he got up and then was got he's like, Alright, I gotta give you one last thing just to let you know I mean business, and stomped on the dude's arm. Now, football's a rough sport. Absolutely. It's a rough sport. But and 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 you know, like I said, there's always some kind of twist and turning and all that stuff. But my problem with the whole situation is is that, you know, when they asked him about it, he was like, you know, you can read his lips on the side, like, oh, that's total BS. You know, I was trying to regain my balance. The dude had my foot, and then he tried to kick out of it and blah. So wait, so he played the innocent, like, I have no idea. I, was, I don't know why I got threw out. It was just terrible, right? So then after that, he gets ejected. So he goes to the locker room or whatever, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he's got time to think about it. Then after the game, they ask him. He conjured up a poor story. <laughs> <laughs> conjured up a poor story. I, now, is... I, I'm
2: not going to lie. that His excuses, I would rather him just said, you know, I'm not remorseful. And, you know, I, I was ticked off. And so
1: be That's it. what I'm saying. Like, hey, listen, that's just me. Look, you know, it pissed me off. I tried to, get you know, you didn't see what happened before that. But I let my emotions get the best of me. So, yeah, I stomped him. I mean, I had, you know. That's me. I mean, I'm 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 a badass. That's what I do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which I I would respect. I'd be like, oh well, clearly he's a badass. You don't want to mess with him, you know. Yeah. But the the <laughs> the poor story afterwards. You know, my fans. You know, they were my support from my fans. You know, they had my food. I was trying to regain my balance. but now it's not like this. You know, not 3,500 cameras watching the same game, you know, and, you know, they're going to get the angle. They're going to see you.
2: The eye in the sky does that not Exactly.
1: Lie. They're going to see you. So you got to know that when you tell that story, you're thinking in his head, he's like, they ain't going to buy this, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> <I> don't think. <laughs> but you <laughs> All, remember in 19, he, what, only 20 years roll. old, 21 years yeah, old. Yeah, but you still, know? like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> even that, though, I mean, like, my first response, like, if somebody catch you in a lie, you got to think about it. Okay, wait. Did they catch it on camera? No. Okay, well, then I can say whatever. Yeah, exactly. You can't prove it. Were you there? No, can't prove it. Oh,
2: okay. Wait. Yeah, you know, I I had an out-of-body experience. (laughs) (laughs) Done deal. But I I guess some of the debate that has been with me and some of my friends uh, back in Chicago, they're talking about it. And it's funny, too, because I keep in contact with the games, and, you know, these are the guys that walk around with Buckets jerseys, and they're saying Sue is dirty. And I'm like, wait a minute. I said, first of all, there's no such thing as a clean guy in the trenches, uh in terms of being linemen and line and uh O line and D line, and nah, even some linebackers. Nah. You know, it's going to be the, people give the business all the time. I mean, but it's a matter of how you. It's how, how you give the business. How you, you give the know? business?
1: know, it's the it's the I can give you a little shot when I'm blocking you to let you know that I, you know, I'm not for that noise or whatever. I can say what I want to you. I'm gonna try the Japanese wizard wizard army <laughs> or whatever they call it.
2: But here's the thing, uh, with the issue with me is this is what the NFL has marked. Like, you know, I guarantee you the next time they play, this will be part of uh, the pre-show, showing it, it'll be in, you know, when, when they're about to air, and, and you look on an NFL network, what is it show, the top 10 dirtiest players, or the top 10 uh, meanest guys? Right. And so now, so you're
1: saying it's like the the backlash that they they really don't want it, but they really do want it. Yeah, that, like don't dance in the end zone, but we really want you to dance because we're going to show it on everything. Right, exactly.
2: So it's like, and I mean, again, now do I agree what he does? Do I agree with him covering up? No, you get caught, you get caught. Well, there's no but way the to cover same, that up. But I mean. Yeah,
1: it, yeah, that was painfully like What obvious. he said, what he said, it was just kind of. Uh,
2: but do I feel? Do I feel he's a I, I I guess some of the hits and stuff, I think, that what he got fined for.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I, I think it's – I think obviously he was singled out, obviously because of his reputation, obviously because it's the game of the day or one of the three games of the day. Everybody's watching. How does the NFL not do anything about it? They have to do something about it. They can't just go, well, And Nnamdi who who is first-round draft pick, Rookie defensive rookie of the year last year. He's going to the you know he's probably going to go to Pro Bowl this year. I mean he's a he's a big guy. He's he's a big cornerstone of the NFL.
2: Yeah, but again, the past week you had a fight, okay, and then the guy from uh, Brian Robinson from the Vikings that kicked the guy uh, from Green Bay, he got fined twenty thousand dollars. Right. Uh, the or punches were actually thrown. It, it was no suspension. My thing is, you I I just felt like. Two games was extreme. Uh, one game takes the money out of his pocket, and which they've done, and leave it alone. But my thing too is the h- hypocrisy of it.
1: That's what that, I think. That thing that goes along with the the whole thing, like I said, that you know, it just ain't fair. That's it. I mean, life ain't fair. Period. I mean, there's no way that they don't catch all the criminals doing all the things, and then, you know. So, but I do think it's fair in that, you know. People, these kids, people aspire to be Sue. They aspire to have the same kind of reputation in terms of being tough and being a great player and being athletic and being big and strong and physical. So, you know, like they made out of Michael Vick. But just, I hear what you said.
2: And, yeah, with It's Vic, just not fair. It but, just is what it is. But here's the thing. If they really want accountability and for a change for that, why don't – because, again, from a scouting perspective, they want to know, does this – if your guy is too nice – like the whole LeVar Arrington versus Courtney Brown. Courtney was real nice. LeVar had an edge. And uh, from a coat, from a scouting front office perspective, they want that guy like and and Sue. Because I guarantee, you, if the Detroit put him on waivers, thirty-one other teams would be right of on course. the gears. Of course, of course. But here's the thing. Then make the the organization accountable. Because here's because they're going to cut him. My thing is. If he wasn't doing that, if he wasn't aggressive, if he wasn't being a man-child, I think they would question his heart.
1: But I think there's, here's, the, here's the difference, so J.D. I, the difference is there's a line. There's a line that that, that you can't cross, period. That's I it. Think. There's a line. Yes, I want the nasty guy. Yes, I want the guy that's got a bad attitude and is going to go and wreck shop. I want that guy. I want him to be on the front line. I want him to be the face of the organization. I want him to be that guy. However... I don't want him to be stomping people. I don't want him to be getting fines all over the place. I don't want him spitting in people's faces. I want him to be mean and and nasty on the field. And then off the field, he's someone I can market. He's someone I can put on the front cover. I put him in subway commercials. He's someone that I can sell tickets for. He's someone that I want at the Pro Bowl so that people could show up for it. I mean, I want him to be... Marketable. But it's not just him.
2: Look at the whole Lions team because they're not just saying like Brian Erlacher says, uh said uh discussing the Lions. He was like they play through the echo of the whistle. So Jim Schwartz, the same guy that went after Jim Harbaugh,
1: right. is the
2: one that's telling the Don Kasue to have some control.
1: No, I, I and again, I, <laughs> I, I I agree with that and it's the same kind of thing. If I was the owner of the Detroit Lions I, I want again. I want a team that's nasty. I want a team that can win. I want a team that 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 has an edge to them that is aggressive. But I do not want a team that is that gets labeled as the bad, as the Detroit, you know, as the Detroit Pistons. However, yeah. but then when ever,
2: Dennis Rodman came to Chicago, those same people were cheering on the the guy that they hated.
1: No, absolutely. But my thing is is that you can be that. If you're winning games, if you win championships, right? Detroit Pistons were winning championships being the bad boys, you know? But they had Isaiah Thomas. They had guys. Uh, Bill Lambert. The, well, I'm saying the, the 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 nice guys, the face, the people that could go in and be the, the 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 perceived faces, the people that you say, oh, Bill Lambert is dirty, but Isaiah Thomas, he's a good guy.
2: No, I think Isaiah got a rep, too, for Bill Lambert. Well, dirty. I mean, now
1: he does. I mean, even more so now. But I mean, yeah. then, no. <laughs> You had the balance. You didn't have all of them across. But then Dennis Robin was nowhere near as nasty as he was when he was with the Bulls at Detroit.
2: I think, got, at, I think he, he was got worse, worse than Detroit. Detroit. You think? Oh, absolutely. Ask really? Scottie Pippen. That's why they didn't want him. He put that nut on Scottie's head. Mm. When he
1: clotheslined him. Yeah, yeah, but then he, you know, he, at the Bulls, he kicked the the, the photographer in the I mean, groin yeah, and doing now, that kind now, of stuff. Yeah, now he was wild. That's what I'm saying. The, the antics, the yeah. antics that he did they was did it wilder it was, than Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. I mean, gra- I mean, that was his reputation. So he sort of went with it. He became a big marketing. Well,
2: that's why he did it when he was the uh, off of the man, off of the demolition man. When he dyed his hair blonde. Oh yeah. Um, Wesley snipes? Yeah, yeah. Wesley
1: snipes? Um, yeah, it was, uh, uh what was it? demolition, Dimush? Man, right, yeah. exactly, yeah. When, but he started
2: that when he was in San Antonio.
1: Right, 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 right. Which I, again, I I want that. I want the entertainment. I want the flash, I want the flare. What I don't want, and I think a lot of fans go, ah, damn, you know, you want Mike Tyson to be nasty and over the top, right? You do. You, you loved it. You were like, he's 19 years old. He's just knocking dudes' heads off. He's just absolutely a maniac because he's great at what he does. And to be great at that, you had to be that, right? But what we don't want is to go in and pay five thousand dollars for you know ringside tickets and watch him bite somebody's ear off. I don't want that. No. Nah. I, I don't. I don't want that. I, I don't. I don't want that part of it. I don't. I think that part of it cheapens the thing. I think it makes it kind of ugly and nasty. And I think that's the same thing with this Detroit thing. Is that? I want Sue to be nasty. I think he should be. I think you're a defensive lineman. I mean, how do you not be nasty, right? But I don't want him to go over the line and go, you know, well, you know, that didn't happen, and I was just trying to give a balance. You know, at least have the thing to say, listen, all right, you know what, I'm nasty. That's it. I was pissed. I got upset. I stomped the dude's arm. He tried to do this, that, and the other thing. That's it. I'm do? pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed. What would you do? I was pissed. You know, I apologize. That was the wrong move, but I got in the heat of the battle, and that's that. But that doesn't excuse it. That doesn't no. make it right. And it does, it certainly doesn't make it worse though. It doesn't make it go, well, oh, I didn't say anything. And then, I, you know, I was trying to create him balance and then a day later I have to go out and apologize to all these fans because they already knew what he already knew, you from know, the get. Yeah. from the get. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a fine line. Again, it's, you know, it isn't fair. You know, sports will never be fair. You know, just, you know. Anyway, so we're going to take a, a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about this NBA lockout that seems to have ended. Uh, we'll touch on, uh, I guess, a 51-year-old goalie. And then we'll talk a little bit about my NU, uh, my, my cats and their basketball. Wow. Colonel Autry, JD's are. OTS, we'll back.
5: If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel time on the voice america sports channel the talk doesn't get any hotter
4: your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports
0: You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to darnell at darnellautry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight.
1: Hey, welcome back. So, uh, I'm here with my guy, JD. Uh, so, the football, uh, NBA lock, sorry, not the football, the NBA lock. Lockout ended. Yep. So we got games on Christmas Day.
2: And they're adding games.
1: And they are. Are they adding games? Yeah. Okay. To add two games. See, uh, to the end of the season or, no, or to, the cr- to, to the day to the day. to Christmas Day. Now, how many games are there now? Is there like seven, six? I don't six, know. Six. I think six so. games. I don't know. It, uh,
2: yeah, go ahead. And you know the movements are the possible the trade talks, which is
1: it's it's crazy. I think and and I think. When it first broke out, they are like, okay, we're going to have a season now. Now you missed basically half the season. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like nobody really pays attention until after All-Star break anyway. Yep. So now it's not is – it, is it Christmas halfway? Nah, it's no, not quite halfway. That, it's it, a quarter. Yeah, maybe. Not even – Give or take. It give or take. It, yeah. But either way, how, how, do they, how do they recoup the money? Obviously, they've got a plan. I mean, it's in the lawyers and all those people, arbitration hands or whatever, how they recoup the money lost <clears> from – you know the other games, but I think I think that's symptomatic though. I think that's what the moves are. You know, people are trying to make moves. I mean, what do you what, what do you think about that? Do You think that's that? We, okay, you know, I've lost you know ten million bucks, so now I get rid of.
2: Yeah, you get Chris Paul to your market and draw.
1: Get try to r- change it up, right? Yeah,
2: uh, and I I think
1: they were going to give up Rondo, right? The Chris Paul, they were going to give up Rondo. But Rondo
2: and, said he wa- he put in a request to go to New York.
1: Oh, so Rondo's like I need to go somewhere else. Yeah, because he has a clause.
2: He's one of those, he has a clause very similar to LeBron.
1: What's that? What I mean? What's that clause? I mean, that, I don't. I don't. I'm not too. Basically, up on the contracts
2: basically, at the end of the day, he can say where he you know wants to be traded to.
1: Oh I see. So he's he got control little, I got yeah. he got control over where he goes.
2: And then now, you know, uh, you'll see maybe a couple like uh Gilbert Arenas being cut from Orlando because now they have that exclusive cost or I, I don't know if that's the proper name for it. Right. Where uh, if you have a high priced player uh, you or exemption, you can actually cut one person without it going
1: uh, against your against your salary cap. cap? Yeah. Interesting. Cause now, like it says, uh, Paul knows Nick's trade lacks um, trade assets. I mean, Celtics love Rondo, don't trade him. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at the NBA, uh, the ESPN page It just the uh, highlights, the stories. I mean, it's uh, a, <laughs> it's it's crazy. All the talk that's flying around right now, people that won't sign extensions that are maybe up on the chopping blocks, or you know, I I, I really and truly have no idea. What's been going on? I'm here. I mean, I get whatever tickers going on when I'm watching football games or whatever, um, uh, whatever ESPN I get on, you know. I, I, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm fully engrossed and fully invested in this, in this NFL season. Cause again, they almost, they almost didn't have an NFL. Exactly. Which really kind of well, I was like, oh, no, I got, I got to have that. So now I'm like, I'm going to be fully invested in my time. Cause you know you take it away, people go, oh, I didn't realize how important it was. You know, <laughs> I gotta watch. The love is gone. I know, right? <laughs> so I had to get, the, I got the direct package so that I could see all the games. Cause you know, and it just so happened that me and my sister at the crib one day we were talking about, you know, what are we gonna do about the NFL season, whatever. And thank God it's back. We're all excited. And then lo and behold, someone knocks on our door from Direct TV. He's like, yeah, hey, how much are you paying for your cable bill? And I'm like, hey, I don't know. How much is Direct cost? He's like, well. If you get direct, you get the NFL package for free. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. We will take it. Yes, please. Yeah, the first year I went, and it's
2: funny that you said it, because I already had direct. Right. So for existing customers, it wasn't such a a great free deal. No, absolutely. So I went and got it. Uh, I was like, okay, yeah, this year I'm getting it. Right. But. It cuts out of me in the middle of my games.
1: <laughs> Come on. Wait a minute. Wait, you don't have the one the box that does the eight games? Yeah. But why does it cut out on you? Lose the signal. Another story. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, we, me and my sister, we sit, we watch games every Sunday. I got my, you know, I got my fantasy things up. I got, you know, uh, the computers running. She's looking at her teams. We got all eight games up. You know, we're watching and I'm screaming. She's screaming. We're like, oh, 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 you know, we, we know who's playing who and who they got, who each of us got running or whatever. And so. It's really, really exciting for us. And
2: if I if I guess right, she's probably beating you in this thing.
1: Well, let's not get carried away. So this is what happened. <laughs> no, what no, it no. happened was, <laughs> is I beat her. The fr- I beat her twice. Okay, um, but the way this whole thing shook out is that I lost last week. She won last week. So now she's number two in the league, and I'm number four. But I'm tied with like. For other people at, like, six and seven or six and six. So basically,
2: like I said, you're so fighting wait, for a so
1: wild card, yeah, and she's clinched a division. No, she hasn't clinched anything yet. That's the thing. Like, she, she's got to win out. I got to win out, too, just to be a part of it. She's got to win out, too, but she's in much better shape than I am. However, she could never take away the two losses that I, that I dished out to her.
2: At the end of the year, no one cares if you're in playoffs and
1: you're competing. Well, the in the end, what it comes down to is in the household.
2: Yeah, and she still walks around. Like, when you're out of it, she's walking around bragging. Like, I'm hey. not
1: going to be out of it. That's the thing. And then if she has to face me, that's three losses in a row. And then she, I, I was joking with her. I go, wait till I see you in the playoffs and I beat you three times in a row. She goes, oh, what sweet revenge that would be.
2: It's so hard to beat someone three times, though.
1: Well, we we'll, we will make it so third time's a charm, and this one's gonna be bigger than the last one.
2: I'm gonna go with Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, for the record, the boy Jay got you. Go ahead, do your thing, Boo. She, uh, <laughs> she is,
1: she is, uh, she is, she's awesome. I love it. But yeah, I mean the Directv, that's awesome. I. I got on that and again I don't know how uh, we got off the basketball or to the direct TV and back to for football but we were talking about how I have not been paying attention much to the basketball because I've been so engrossed in the football and I got my fantasy going I got you know different pools I'm involved with and all that stuff. So now the basketball's coming around and they start talking about people getting traded and people ain't happy and blah 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 and you know a lot of people uh, when when and I think this debate is is an interesting one is is the relationship when when Professional sports start talking about lockouts, okay? And a lot of the fans don't realize that a lockout is really about the owners, right? The owners are the ones that lock the players out, right? Mm-hmm. And then strikes are when the players no longer want to play for the owners, okay? So the last two or three that the, that have happened have been owner-driven lockouts, okay? Okay. And a lot of people are going, well, you know, it's just greedy people, you know, millionaires and billionaires fighting over, you know, $800 million and blah, blah, blah. Why don't you guys just all suck it up and, you know, get to playing, you know, what are we fighting over? What's the big deal? And I always, I always get a weird feeling in my stomach because I feel like people people have really no sympathy for professional sports in terms of when they, hey, we want our football, that's it. I don't care what happens. We need a football. And these guys, this is their living. This is what yeah. they do for a living. You know. Now, just because they get paid a hundred million, two hundred million, whatever millions, it's still their job.
2: Yeah, and some of them it depends on what professional sport may never see that contract go to flourishing anyway. Right. But it is. It it seems like there is some resentment there towards. Right more usually towards the athletes more so than ownership
1: right exactly and i think you know a lot of people go well you know that's just a bunch of greedy people they're all rich what's the problem first of all they're not all rich let's be real okay they're making more money than you and i in terms of the real world but in terms of living with the joneses being amongst the league you know you're not rich no when i was in the league I was rich amongst my friends that were not in NFL, but I was dirt poor when I was in the locker room. I mean, I was on. I needed. I needed loans. I need. I mean, all that. They were like, hey, "How much you making a week? Ha ha! I make that in every you know every, every fifteen game. every fifteen minutes. You know, how much you making for the season? Exactly. How much you making for the season? I make that every game. Yep. So that's how I was living. So. Yeah, I get it on a on a relative uh, sort of thing. You look at it, and you're not a professional athlete, and you're just a regular guy, and you're going, God, it'd be great to be a professional athlete. These guys are so rich. Yes, they're making more money than us. And yes, you know, they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. I get that. But the bottom line is, is this is their livelihood. This is their job. Okay, And if your boss comes to you in your job and says, you know what, you know, I think we're not paying. We're paying you too much, and uh, we want you to give some of your money back. That's it. That's that's what I want you to do. People would be like, "Hold on, wait a second. What's up with that?" No, wait, no, that that's not right. Well, because it's the NFL, because it's the it's the professional basketball league. People are like, "Well, what's the problem? Why are they so upset? What's the difference between making fifty million and a hundred Well, it wasn't them <laughs> that set the pay scale.
2: It's fifty million dollars. That's
1: right. you. It's not them that set the pay scale. I'm getting paid what I'm getting wor- what it's worth amongst my peers, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm the best in the league and the best right now is making thirty million, I'm entitled to at least thirty million and then some. That's just a fair market thing. Okay. It's it's the way the league works. Now, for a lot of people, they don't get it. They don't say, "Well, that's just selfish." There's millionaires reaching over, battling billionaires. What's the problem? Everybody's so selfish and so greedy. Well. It's again not the players that said, "Hey, we don't want to play anymore." It's not the players that set the the market. It's the it's the market that sets the market. market. If you know owners go out and go, "Hey, I think you know LeBron James is worth 120 million dollars." Okay, then what does Kobe worth? And if Kobe says, "Well, you know, I don't want to be greedy. I'll take 50." Then that messes the market up, and that's not how it works. And it's not going to go down like that's that. Not, it's not, not going <laughs> to happen but like what's that. What's interesting
2: in this whole thing was. Michael Jordan with this whole situation
1: uh what situation would you would you, would you Basically
2: Mike was pushing basically telling don't get a players anything Mike was one of the owners that wouldn't budge
1: Right well I mean obviously he's on a different that's the thing it's a relative thing and you're yeah, now on the other side so hey as an owner I want more money back right
2: But at the same time too Mike as a player he never made real contract issues Because he was making his money off of his endorsements and everything else. until his last couple years, he was like, okay, now you're going to give me $25 million a year. Right. But for a while, he was never even a top five player in the league. Right. And he was content with that because he was winning championships.
1: Right. But it just, it just, it always makes my stomach go, oh, come on. I don't think everybody fully understands. And I don't think they ever will. I don't think unless you're in the, in the. In the sports and all that stuff, and you're in on the team, and you're the player. Because again, you know, if I'm I'm an NFL player and I'm making three hundred thousand dollars a year, it sounds like a lot of money, but in the in the world that they live in, it's not that much money, and it's only over the seventeen weeks. Now you got to hope that that player makes that three hundred thousand last over the year. They've got all kinds of tax ramifications yeah, and issues East that they need for each state <laughs> that they need to do. I mean, it, there's there's complications that come with it, and so. You know, I don't, I'm not sitting back going, well, it's really terrible to be a professional athlete. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that it's really about, in the end, it's really about people's jobs. This is my livelihood. This is what I signed up for as a job. So this is my job, and these are the rules and regulations that go along with my job. Exactly, and here's
2: another perspective from the professional athlete standpoint is I have so long to use my body Because there's a natural process that takes place before I'm unable to perform or do all these things that I used to do. And as I get older, because of the severity, like you look at basketball players where, you know, from dunking all the time, now they're wobbling a little bit with their knees because their body's not the same. Or, you know, uh, you look at – people don't even think about it. You know, you say why receivers are soft or baseball players – have you ever looked at some of those guys' fingers and hands after they start playing, like Torrey Holt? Right. His fingers going east, west, north,
1: south. Exactly. Yeah, he's throwing up all kinds of gang signs, not even trying to. Exactly. Fingers all knuckled up. No, I, like I said, I I, I, I get it. I, I understand people, you know, they just want their sports. I, and, and thank goodness that they do. And thank goodness that, you know, because of their sports, it's a very interesting relationship between the fan and the, and the professional athlete. And you know, I'm very, I, I'm, I'm somewhat sympathetic because I, I, I'm now on both sides. And you're right. You know, there's only a limited amount of time before, you know, my, my sporting career is going to end no matter what. I tell all these kids all the time. I'm like, listen, you can aspire to be a professional athlete. That's great. But know that no matter what you do, no matter what you do, no matter how good you are, no matter how fast you are, no matter how big you are or how strong you are, it's going to end. That's facts. That's going to happen. Yeah. So now, are you smart enough? Did you do enough preparation that when you're done with your great career at age 28? <laughs> yeah. Did you save enough money? Are you smart enough? Do you have other other goals, other plans? Do you have another path that you want to take after? Because you still got to live from 28 to. And you're staying lo- living longer now, so 69. Exactly. 70. Well, they're saying now the intervals you get your life cut down by six years, but I don't know how they do the math on that. But
2: but and speaking of that, that goes to. One of your former teammates, Donovan McGrath.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, we got to talk about him when they get back, because uh, you know I, I I I can't believe that he cleared wires and no one's no one's got him. So we're gonna take another break. We'll talk about Donovan. And I guess we'll get back to this 51 year old goalie at yeah. Anyway, we'll be back. Turn J.D. O'Trey. Yeah, right. yeah. OT. Voice <laughs> <Race> America. <laughs>
4: flagship station for sports voice america sports kevin lewis has been a student of the game his entire life from little league to the nfl tune in wednesdays at 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern right here on voice america sports hustling with k lewis it's not where you start it's how you finish
0: Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports. Featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays At 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports.
4: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
0: You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight.
1: Oh, yes. uh, Thank you very much, Lois. I appreciate (laughs) that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the girl's name is. We got to find out what this girl's name is because I'm gonna keep calling. We're gonna her have names. some
2: voters come in. <laughs> uh, some people call and vote on her
3: name.
1: Uh, uh, well, today she's Lois. So thank you very much, Lois. I appreciate that intro. Um, so yeah, JD was just talking to me. He's he's all piping, all bent out of shape because he he he's really upset about the whole diamond thing. Um, uh, Go JD. I, I, I know. I know you were just like he was just going up. but like, you, so you saying this and so you saying uh, that. I'm like I'm not saying anything. <laughs> He's all pumped up. Uh, my, <laughs> <laughs>
2: my issue with this is this man has been a five or six Pro Bowls, right? Five or six division championship games, mm-hmm. and has, Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and has been ranked rated high over up into the last couple years. Mm-hmm. And just like Kurt Warner, I'm glad he even said it because I was like. People thought Kurt Warner was done when he came to Arizona. Right. Because he was backing up, t- mentoring Eli. Right. Came here and lit it up. Right. And uh, I think McNabb just getting in the right situation. I mean, all of a sudden, now this guy is supposedly can't read a playbook, can't decipher offense, needs a wristband, but he's played this long and had right. that type of success. No, I hear he, you. And so you're going to go with Caleb Haney or uh, this Yates guy and not – teams with a playoff run right having a season vet that has been there
1: right right no I I, I, I agree with you you know I I, I love Donovan I think he's I, I think he's a great guy I know him personally uh I, I think he still has a lot to offer in terms of uh, as a quarterback but again I think you're right I think it has to be the right situation he has to be in uh, um, an offense where he um, is not the main show he's the supporting Chicago yeah, I mean, I thought he should have gone to Chicago You're, when before before Cutler got there.
2: Well, I thought he, yeah, I thought that, but right. I or here, I thought him being in Arizona, yeah, would have been an ideal yeah. ideal situation. I mean, right. he lives down the road, and, right, right, uh, right. But but Chicago, I mean, you don't think he has something to offer or compete? You have a playoff run. He gets he gets hurt. What has Luke McGown? done
1: right right i i don't know or I,
2: jake the De, i mean I, he went to the super bowl
1: i'm just guess. i'm guessing it's more more financial you know i mean i think it's more maybe you're paying you got to pay donovan more i don't know, I don't well, know you claim him from you
2: waivers read. you said the, i mean he wants a job
1: right well i think i think now that he cleared waivers now he has a little more control as to where he wants, he wants to, go. to go and his agent can call around and go, Hey, okay, now so this is let's work something out. I, I think that he'll end up somewhere. I do. I do think that he'll end up somewhere. Uh I'd love to see him play again. I think he's uh you know, a a, a good player. I think he's still got a lot of arm left. I still got a lot of athleticism left.
2: I mean, yeah, you, you look at it too, you know, you get him to Chicago with a forte uh, Matt Forte, Earl yeah, Bennett, just... and he knows how to throw in that weather, being a, a Chicago boy. Right. I mean, he has the arm power. Right. I mean, he's not going to underthrow uh, Devin Hester. No, <laughs> on I don't think the so. Nine I round.
1: wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine that that happened. I, I wouldn't imagine. So, you know, so real quick, and I guess real quick, I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't really follow it very much. I didn't think it was as awe inspiring as. I don't know, I guess everybody else did. But this this Minnesota Wild signed this 51-year-old goalie, and I guess he he was there for a day just in case, and they never played. You know, I, I don't think he ever actually got in the game, uh, and he never played. I, I, don't, I don't really, again, I don't know... It says picked him up as goalie. Uh, picked up goalie keeping at 37 since his beer league senior pickup game. Whatever. <laughs> He's friends with Mike Ramsey, who's an assistant coach. And so, you know, a few years. And then day before Thanksgiving, their goaltender's wife went into labor, so their goaltender was going to go and have his baby. And then the and on the roster, blah, blah blah. They had another player game night, blah blah blah. blah while called Houston's. Uh, they called like so. They called the minor league guy up, and I guess the guy hadn't gotten into Minnesota yet. So as an emergency, they signed him to like a um, an amateur what was it amateur play for a one day tryout contract or something. Mm-hmm. And I guess this guy was fifty one years old. So uh, I mean, he was released right after that that game. So he didn't really. I mean. 15 minutes before the game started, the other player. So, 15 minutes before the game, again, started, the guy that they signed for the minor leagues actually ended up showing up, and so he didn't actually get to play. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. I I don't, I mean, I don't know what to say say about that. I mean, you know, Grant put this whole big thing down here. Uh, He's got all these notes and all this stuff. He's all amped up and geeked up about it. But I
2: do want to ask you this.
1: Okay. Kinda of the
2: football basketball combination here. Right. Did you see the flag football game between LeBron James and Kevin Durant?
1: I didn't see the I didn't see the game, I saw highlights. I tell you uh
2: well they show you know the
1: You know, a uh, little bit of right.
2: I tell you what. Boy would I have loved to see that six nine dude lined up on the outside running a a nine route against a five ten corner.
1: Yeah, that'd be it. But I I would imagine, though, that once he started working out and all that, they'd make him a tight end.
2: He'd be, be, you know what he'd be, Greg
1: He'd be Greg And that that dude is an animal.
2: See, I would be a radical. I'll put him on the outside. Well, they
1: do that with Greg That's a terrible matchup for any safety. to have to deal with a 6'7", same difference. 6'9", 6'10", a little more athletic, jumps a little higher, maybe a little faster. I mean, that's a nasty, nasty tight end. Now, can he take the top off a defense... LeBron, can you do that? I believe he could. All you got to
2: remember, as a sophomore, he was an All-State receiver on varsity.
1: Right, but that I mean again, I don't,
2: Ohio, yeah. Ohio football is not bad. You no, to, it's great. Uh, th- it's I good agree. football. I think
1: it's great football. That I, says absolutely. a lot for a sophomore. Right. No, that's I mean
2: now, ma- uh, you know how many kids you have that can line up next to a six nine guy or a six eight guy at that age. Right. Exactly. I don't They're know how like so, tall. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lined up
1: to his waistline. No. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, no, I, I can't cover him. I got nothing on this. No, I think I, I think that would have been really interesting. I think, but I, for for my money. If I'm 6'9", this I'm NBA all day. Oh, absolutely. First of all, if I was 6'5", I'd walk around slapping people for a living because I'd be that tall. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd, be that man, I'd be that dude. You know what I'm mean? saying? would be like, oh, you're just a tall guy. You think you can do whatever you want? See, like, I'm just the opposite yes. of that. I'm 5'6", <laughs> not the six five. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, exactly. I could do whatever I want. I'm really, really tall, so I'd do what I want. No, I'm just kidding. But I... Yeah, I mean six nine. I mean that you can't teach six nine. You can't teach six ten. So you know when Greg Kowski is six seven. I mean, how do you? What, I mean, what and do
2: very it? athletic. Yeah. Not just athletic,
1: but very, very athletic. athletic. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That like they
2: were showing LeBron. I mean, and again, you could tell he hadn't obviously worked on football skills. Right. But he was pulling away from cats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. That that would be a, yeah. That'd be like I mean, he'd like be, be a he'd be a ginormous Randy Moss. Yeah, he like
2: he and Kevin. Durant went up for a ball that was thrown, and it was just like,
1: "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait till they get down, and I'll wait till they come down here before I start challenging for the ball." You
2: throw a ball, three steps, and he has your intercept. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that that would be a tough, yeah, that'd be a tough cover. Uh, so I figured I figured we do um uh, uh, a little bit on this Big Ten uh, ACC basketball champ, you know, challenge. And, and, and I'm not going to lie to you, I think my cats are doing 6-0. I mean, they started out really good last year, too. North Boston started out really good basketball again, and then they just fell off. I don't even know. I don't even think they got into the NIT or whatever. But, you know, the ACC is, I mean, I think Ohio State gave it to Duke, didn't they? Oh, they were giving them business. They were giving them work. So, Shout out to
2: Lindsay L. Smith, by the way, from the hometown. Uh-huh, uh, yeah, uh-huh. the guys, uh guys. Ohio State was giving them the business. But then you look at the other games, it was just like the Big Ten w- went 8-4 and four in that series. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, they brought it too.
1: Nice. And is where we're we going for that third straight win for the ACC. Or, or no, Big Ten for the third straight time to win, win it out or whatever, win the challenge. I don't know what they get for it, but I guess recognition. And, you know, I do like the way the basketball does. They tend to play those kind of tournaments, and you kind of get a chance to measure up what you got. And then when you finally get into your division— when you get that March Madness, which I love, that's that's one yeah. of my favorite like sporting events of all time. I mean, I love the Super Bowl. I love the World Cup because again, I think they're great events um love 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 march madness i mean it's just you know it's just ongoing it lasts a long time you you get to pick a lot of underdogs you know it's, it's tons of surprises from time to time
2: and you notice how many people stare at their computers all day at work oh up? yeah yeah and
1: during the day the games are going on today
2: did you see the little thing that they had where you could hide it like it, it like it like you could go from watching the uh, March Madness and then it goes to looks like it's a business website. That
1: is hysterical. <laughs> just get real coy, real sneaky with uh, it. That's absolutely. awesome.
2: Stealth mode, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just burning up company time checking out March Madness. Well, uh, it, it's it's one of the biggest times in Vegas. That's wow. the thing. I mean, that when I lived in Vegas and I worked in Vegas, it blew my mind to see all the people just just. Russian these those the sports um, what do they call it that area the um, uh, I, damn, I sports can't boogies? You know, the, well it's uh. the, the the area where the sports are like in the sports room or whatever okay a sports lounge whatever they call that where all the sporting events they have all the big TVs I mean these places are packed
3: mm-hmm.
1: and these bets are flying all over the place you know I mean they got I mean it's crazy
2: yeah it's I, absolutely I haven't seen that.
1: insane. I, I mean, and they're like, listen. Uh, and before it happened, when I was there, they were like, listen, this is bigger than like New Year's. I'm like, come on, really bigger than New Year's? Man, because it's so long, it lasts for so long. There's people just constantly just hitting the sports rooms. I mean, they're just crushing them. I mean, they got to watch all the games. They got bets flying all over. No, they you got bets, they parlay in them, so they got ten bets on one, and then they're betting to each bracket, and then they got the bracket bets. And I mean, it's it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy.
2: Yeah, there's a little bit too much for me, but I'm going to uh, go Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, you're not, a, you're not a big gambler, I know. Oh, no, I, no, I like I my money. You. No, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I, you know, I, I didn't really do much gambling, like, on sports, you know, because I kind of was like, ah, yeah, yeah. it kind of feels weird because, you know, they condition you for so long to be like, hey, don't bet on sports, don't bet on sports. So when you actually can, you're like, hmm, I don't know oh, oh, if I feel comfortable with that, you know, I mean, I maybe I don't need to be betting on sports, but. I can if I wanted to, but I just didn't really get into it. I mean, I, I liked, you know, playing blackjack. I liked roulette. I liked, you know, all the other games. I just never really got that much into the sports bookie, you know, doing that stuff. You know.
2: Yeah, I, I know nothing about it. I'm kind of glad I'll
1: just remain. Yeah, it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you just always hear those stories about people that you know they hit a ten-team parlay and they get paid twelve grand. I mean that that's nice. But I mean, got, that's nice. I I'm not saying it's not right, but. In the end, there's more people because Vegas was not built on winners. Exactly. (laughs) Vegas is not built on all these people making hundreds of thousands of dollars in Vegas.
2: Those free drinks got to get paid for somehow. Yeah,
1: true, true, true. (laughs) That is true. You was right when you said what you said. That's for sure. That's for sure. But yeah, I loved, I love, uh, you know, the March Madness that time of the year. Um, so we got, what else? I, I don't know what's next on the, uh, uh, I don't know what the next round of games are for the ACC. I think they take a day or two off or something, and then they they come back at it. But you know, obviously, wishing my, my cats all the luck in the world. You know what I mean? Either way, I think you know, love to see Big Ten do well. So uh, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a real brief break this time, and then we'll be back with uh, another session of uh, that ain't right. There's a few things that I just think that happened that just ain't that it just ain't right. JD, ain't right. They just, it
2: just it ain't right ain't right and go
3: get another
1: writer <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back colonel autry Maybe yeah ots voice america
4: your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports
5: what's the national pastime in the u.s in the 21st century Are you sure? Think again. Three out of four Americans have made NFL football the true American pastime. It's now one of the fastest-growing sports in the world. But how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes? Tune in to Enter the League with Eugene T. Lee Esquire as your host. Eugene was the featured NFL agent in the ESPN-acclaimed documentary The Dotted Line. And now he takes his expertise to the Voice America Sports Channel. Listen every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific.
0: You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight.
1: Uh, Welcome back. Welcome back. We're going to do a quick session of That Ain't Right where we talk about things that just simply ain't Ain't right, right. You know? JD? I'm gonna start it off with my boy Dwayne Bowe. Uh, you had a chance to keep the game
2: going. Uh, you go across the middle. Uh, you get paid millions of dollars. Uh, that ball goes in the air and your
3: arms
1: turn Dwayne. to first by four.
3: Yep.
2: Oh, that, that ain't, ain't right. right. No,
1: that ain't right, Dwayne. And I'm gonna have to go with, uh, you know, the the list. Well, first of all, wait. I'm gonna go with the guy that slapped David Hester. I... I, 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 I that ain't right. I don't
2: know what is. What is his deal? And he said he's a fan of Devin Hester. And
1: so you, as a fan, you walk up and slap the man. I know this guy, Daniel Rago or Rugo, Rago, whatever his name is from Mount Prospect, has pled guilty uh, to misdemeanor battery. What? That ain't
2: right. You my favorite fan. Smack I mean, my favorite right actor. At
1: five him. fingers to the face, hey, slap. I, I love you, I'm very <laughs> slap. Right, exactly. <laughs> that ain't right. Well, then,
2: I mean, we kind of talked about this before. But I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, Donovan McNabb not getting picked up.
1: Yeah, that ain't right. That ain't that right.
2: That ain't right. Man. No, I, just, I got you,
1: D. I got you. Yeah, that just ain't right. And you know, another thing that me and JD talked about right before is this Chris Humphreys thing. I don't know if anybody heard it or not, but now he's petitioning, I guess, to have the 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 divorce and the marriage annulled. And if he can't get that annulled, then. He wants to have, uh, you know, file papers to be legally separated indefinitely, which then would prevent him from getting married again. Mm-hmm. And I'm, Chris, I, that ain't right. I, I mean, I respect, I respect your faith, I respect your, you know, your, your beliefs and all those things, but. Chris, let's let's not get this thing twisted. You you you, you, you married Kim, Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, let's, not, let's not get it twisted.
2: And loving you ain't wrong. I don't,
3: yeah. if wrong. I don't <laughs> want to be right. right here. You know?
1: Exactly. I know, Chris. Don't you know? I do not get it twisted. Let's not go. You know, single. You know, not- legally separated forever. Let's not get crazy. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you got in the papers. You did a little something, some. I know. Maybe you did. Like he oh, probably did. Love the woman. I think that's that's great. However. Like you was telling me earlier, J.D., you can't make nobody stay in a marriage that they don't want to be, be in. in. That's it. 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 Yeah. That's it. And,
2: and I, I think the man upstairs, or God, understands that. Yeah. Uh, he looks at the motives and is like, hey, Chris, you knew that we know you tried to work it out with someone that, hey, it yeah, ain't going to work. Yeah,
1: just do. Them. You're bad for choosing. Yeah. But you
2: know what? I ain't going to even lie. If I would have had a chance to marry Kim Kardashian. Yeah, you would have given it a shot. No, I ain't going to say all that because my mama wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's like,
1: are you out of your mind? She'd be like, did you know? Oh. She, got, she got a video on Oh, no. Your mom's would be not pleased <laughs> yeah. at all. She'd be like, mm, mm, mm. baby, don't even imagine it. Yeah, my mm,
2: dad, mm. He, he'd be at the church all oh, year.
1: Oh, Yeah, you know, your parents <laughs> would be not pleased, you know. My dad, on the other hand, he might want to see her one time. I'm just saying he might want to check her out. I don't know. I'm just saying he might want to be. Hey, how's it going? Um, you got a copy of that video? Yeah, no, no, I mean, he wouldn't go all that. No, but but, I mean, he wouldn't go on that. I mean, but you know. Uh, anyway, so we, let's let's go to all right. Let's do these picks. All right. Okay, let's do these picks. I think we we got over the that a right session. I think, um, you know that, that, that we got to call it as we see it. You know, we just got to call it as we see it. So, all right. Uh, who did you have with Philadelphia Seattle?
2: I took Philly.
1: No, I took I took Philly. I took yeah. Philly. I took I took Seattle because I'm a genius. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I had no idea that they were gonna do them like that though. Yeah. I just thought no Vic, no Macklin, you know Deshaun's not happy. I you know. And Vince Jackson I mean uh, Vince Young, I don't know what he was doing. I don't, I don't even. That know. wasn't right, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I didn't even know. I thought he was gonna cry. I thought he was really gonna. Uh, I was nervous for him because I thought he was gonna have a breakdown. He had a history. Oh uh, yeah, it. I mean I don't want him to break down, but I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for Vince. I mean, they basically. I mean, they're they're out of the playoffs basically. Oh no, they are. I mean, they need. I mean, you know, they need everybody to lose at least to everybody else. All you know, everybody go winless. But yeah, that's that's hardcore. Okay, uh, Oakland, Miami. Who you got? Who this week? Um, yeah, Oakland, Oakland I'm, at Miami. I'm going to take Oakland. Yeah, you know, I was going to go with Oakland too, but there's something about Miami. I think that they can. They be feeling themselves, and I think they can win at home. So, I took Miami. <laughs> uh, all right. Atlanta, Houston? I'm going to go with ATL. Yeah, yeah, I went with Atlanta as well. Uh, Tennessee at Buffalo? Hmm. I'm going to go Tennessee. You know, I went with Buffalo because I think it's a home thing. And how about oh, how about Stevie Jackson? And I didn't catch it at first. I didn't get it. I didn't know what he was doing the to touchdown dance. I didn't get it. I thought that was pretty creative. I, I think it's creativity points. I didn't know what he was doing. And then after that, I saw that he got fined for celebrating and mocking when Baxaco Burr shot himself in the leg. I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get First it. First, he
2: did uh San Antonio Holmes jet thing flying then in. Then did his leg, leg. And then
1: did the fly out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, I didn't get it. And then when I went back and saw he got fined 10 grand for it, I was like, no, that's funny. That's hysterical. But, again, I get it. I mean, you don't, wanna, you know, you don't want LeBron to, whatever. And LeBron did it
2: in the in in flag football game.
1: Wow. Yeah, on. when he scored, yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, okay. Chicago, I mean, uh, Kansas City and Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, uh, only one person in our pool went with Kansas I know they're just trying to be different. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Jets at Washington. The Jets. Yeah, I I went with the Jets, too. Uh, I just, you know, sometimes when Sanchez drops back, he just makes me nervous. You know, like I just never know what he's looking at. You know, I got birds in my fantasy, and they need to start throwing it to him more. But it just makes me nervous. I don't even know.
2: On the ball,
1: yeah, yeah. Therein lies the crux. And throw it to go once in a while. That's fine. All right, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Now, that's gonna be a dog fight.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go to Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm going with the Berg too. I got the Berg's defense, so hopefully Cincinnati. They you know, AJ Green needs to settle it down and not not go crazy. Dalton, just take it easy. Just take it easy. Uh, Baltimore at Cleveland.
2: Baltimore. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which Everybody,
2: they still own Cleveland.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. I went with Baltimore as well. Uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Now, I like Raheem. I like him as a coach. However, I think it's time that Cam does a little more. You know, they got the running game going now. Now it's time to put it all together and wreck shop. So I went with Carolina. I did.
2: I'm going with Carolina. Steve Smith has been off the chain this year.
1: Yeah, he's been a a monster. Okay, Detroit at uh, New Orleans without Sue.
2: New Orleans,
1: even with Sue, I was still with it, went with New Orleans. So we cool. My goodness Blue gracious! Breeze. My sister got him on fantasy. She was like, "He's going crazy." She's it's so hysterical. And speaking of beast, though, Marshawn Lynch gave him some love oh, credit. Man. Oh my goodness gracious! Keeping them legs. That line, that run was disgusting. I'm like, oh uh, no, you did it. You filthy uh, animal. <laughs> That was hardcore. All right. Uh, Denver at Minnesota. Denver. Uh, I took Minnesota because they're at home, but I totally forgot AP is not going to be playing, and that is not probably going to work out for me. <laughs> so yeah. That's what you get for trying to be and different. T Tebow's doing this. I'm just not a believer ugly. yet. I'm not a believer yet. I'm not. I'm not. You better start doing a Tebow. You better start it. doing a Tebow. a After, it, after not, this week, you'll be doing a Tebow. I'm not a believer. That's it. All right. Uh, Dallas, uh, Arizona. Dallas. Wow. I, man, no love for the home team. I, I took Arizona. Uh, I think that uh, your boy looked sick. And, of course, I didn't play him last week. I didn't play uh, Edie Beanie Wells. I didn't play him at all, which I should have. But I didn't play him because I was like, you haven't done anything up to that. And you've Dallas. been damaged and hobbled. But they're at home. Arizona's home. I think they figured it out. That Patrick. I think Patrick Peterson, he
2: could be a beast. He, he's a beast, but that front that front seven for uh, Dallas matches
1: up well with Arizona. Yeah, that offensive line they need to, I don't know. Yeah. All right, Green Bay Giants. Don't even Green. play. Yeah, I was about to say, don't even play with it. Uh, San Francisco, uh, St. Louis at uh, San Francisco. San Fran yeah, is say,
2: clearly going to win
1: that. Yeah, but I do, I got Steven Jackson on there. I, I got the Predator out there, and I'm going to see him do his, his Complete damn thing. Uh, Indianapolis at New England. Don't even play with it. Don't even. Don't even play with it. <laughs> don't even play with New it. England. <laughs> and last one, San Diego at Jacksonville.
2: Let's go. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. They they, they just fired their coach. They may be ready to go.
1: Uh, I think that's exactly why they're not going to win. So I got San Diego. Thank you very much, all of you, for listening and joining in for this this week of uh, OTS. Hey. Let's have a good one, fellas. Absolutely. See you next week. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Outside the Spotlight, Voice America. See you next week.
0: Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show. We'll see